This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top tier lineup. With Leap Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to another edition of This Week in ITFC History. My name is David Diamond and I'll be joined by my colleague, the renegade Statman, to look back at the momentous season that was 1980-81. Now, this is a bit of a marathon, so we're touching, and we're now on part three, Stat, the third yes. quarter of the season. Yeah, game, game 35 to 51 we're going to cover. <laughs> Just one thing, just picking up on your introduction, you just call me your, your, your colleague. Now, usually it, it's colleague and good friend. So are oh. you being a bit huffy about, oh. you know, I've been on here recording with my mate Jim? Ah, uh, sorry, Stat. No, of course, of course. Yeah, I mean, that, that, I mean, that was quality, wasn't it? I mean, tell, tell us how much you enjoyed all that. Uh, I can't. It was, I, I still can't quite, quite believe it. But yeah, I mean, it, it was easy. You know, one, once um, you asked a question, then Jim just went away. So a bit, a bit like you, really. <laughs> it was a yeah, cheers. veiled compliment. Yeah. I think um, yeah, it was a bit like um, it was a bit like everyone who played with him. So he always demanded the ball and stuff like that, and demanded the next question so he could just talk on. He was superb. And I must admit, and I yeah, thanks to you, you said it. You very kindly set it up last week. Well, you you introduced it was um, I did a um, an equally for me enjoyable one with um, with Tommy Miller. Just a just a one um, like hour and a bit last week. And again, he was absolutely fantastic. Some good stories, particularly, um, particularly, well, a non-Ipswich story about, you know, Paolo Di Canio and, you know, having the players in every day for 76 straight days. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, it was a real insight. I'm sure you found that with Jim. It's just a real insight into these guys, isn't it? But I've got to say, and I'm sure you noticed that as well, but I was really frustrated that I couldn't throw in, in any impressions or stuff like that. I was kind of waiting for you when you were with Tommy. And at I some point, wait, how can I? I get a, right at the end, I was going to I was gonna throw it in right at the end. I thought, no, 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 I'll bet, I'll, I'll better not. Just to see. He'll, he'll say, no, I don't remember that at all. No, no, I don't remember that at all. So, uh, no, well, I was, it was, I was really, just... re- really enjoyable. Um, and so far, I think it's been great. So, um, Mikey, Mikey Penty-Smith, I... Uh, 
fellow Blue Monday colleague did a did a yeah another uh, yeah brilliant piece with Matt Holland about two or three weeks ago, which was great. Done Jimmy Jill and Tommy Miller, so we're on the lookout for the next. Um, do we call them victim? I don't think we call them victims, do we? Yeah, no, I like, I like victims. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, the whole time when I was with Jim, I, I just kept thinking, I want to say, um, what about you, Liz? And I just I just couldn't fit it in. So I'm, I'm glad to be back on home turf with with, with you. Uh, and, there um, you go. On a like you said, a, a momentous season. So shall we recap? At the end of part two, go. We were in third place. We were yep. one point off the top, two games in hand. Just drawn to our drawn away to Arsenal on the the 27th of December. And we were now playing game number 35, which was in the, the FA Cup third round. It was the 100th, uh, uh, it's going to be the 100th FA Cup final. And I think it's fair to say that the tie of the round was at Portman Road, where Ipswich entertained Ron Saunders Aston Villa again. Yeah, who were, who were either, well, you, you were telling me who were, who were top at the time, top or second. If we were third, they were, you know, they were top, Liverpool second. Um I mean, I think we've, and I know you're gonna you're gonna make this point in another two or three games time um, in a few minutes. But I think the key thing about this game is look at the strength of the two sides, and the two sides that are out uh, out there are the two full strength full strength sides, and yeah, that's basically that's basically how it was. Um, memories of this game, I remember going very tight game, quite a decent crowd atmosphere. Um, I think generally, generally we had the we had the upper hand. They defended quite well. Um, a brilliant goal. I think could have actually been goal of the month. This goal, an, in, a, like, an incredible goal, reasonably early on. Um, and again, you can see this is on YouTube. But it was a main match, I think, on match of the day, and the goal just again just typifies Ipswich really that season. I mean, Tyson sort of twists and turns past about eight, seemingly about eight players, but I think it's only three. Um, Basically gets it to Muren, who just absolutely sweeps a, like a 50-yard crossfield ball. It's absolute class. Um, I think headed on then by Walk Brazil. Brazil then gets it by the byline, swivels, turns it back. First time from Marin. I mean, it's a sorry, he's getting hell of a bloody absolute hell of a peach of a goal, wasn't it? Oh, it was. I think you know the the the, the dribble and the, and the turn from from Tyson. Um, I don't know who. I think it might have been Des Bremner. Might have been been with him. Yeah, it just made him look incredibly silly and like you say Muren's pass then to <laughs> then to walk it's fantastic Mariner had the easy thing to do you know he, he tapped, tapped him from him, about two yards at the near post ridiculous goal Tyson again I think we we dwelt on it before in that Norwich um, League Cup game when he sets a similar goal up but not a similar goal up after a similar run he sets a goal up for Muren it's just it's just unique I never said I don't think I've ever seen any player beat players the way he did because he wasn't excessively quick but he just said this it's really Drag back, and he could, you know, really probably one of the most best balanced footballers I think I've ever seen. Incredible, absolutely incredible. Uh, I think I said on one of the history shows before, Mick Mills said if he ever got in a bit of trouble in defence, he just passed it to France. <laughs> Give he said because he, yeah, he, he could just dribble out. Um, because it's the, the FA Cup, we've got a, a slightly different FA Cup program. Oh, wow, that look at format. that! I don't think I've ever seen that one. Don't think I must have, I probably did, but yeah, you've yeah. Seen, seen that one. Um, and yeah. the mascot, interestingly, was on the inside cover. Blimey. So Who is I, it? I, um, I don't know. <laughs> Let's see if you can see it. Matthew Jones of um, bloody hell of Seaford in East Sussex. Clearly, none of them very rarely come from Ipswich. No, Seaford. Although, although that, I think we should mention that one of um, another of our podcast colleagues, Craig, yesterday um, did post that he um, 
is an acquaintance with um with one of the uh with one of the mascots that we've mentioned on a previous show apparently in this season i believe it is this season, and um, if 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 you and I weren't so similar, then one of us would have read it and and made notes to see which game it was. But yeah, definitely okay. a mascot from from before uh, before January eighty one. It was, it um, was. Yeah. It was. West Brom. Oh, sorry if I got that wrong, but yeah. So yeah, there's a first for us anyway. It was um something else I wanted to mention in in the program, which was the, it's called Top of the Class. And Match Magazine had done, uh, after every game, uh, given players scores and stuff like that, you know, out, out of 10. Yeah, and yeah. they've been going through the season. So at this point of the season, uh, the top goalkeeper is Paul Cooper, 7.42. Ahead Who's of the Jim... top goalkeeper across the division? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Ahead of um, Jim McDonough of Everton. Uh, midfield, oh, yeah. Craig Johnston. Uh, Middlesbrough just edged out um, Franz Tyson, 7.5. John Walk was down in... In, in 12th place. <laughs> I don't know. And uh, forwards, uh, Mariner Gates and Brazil, as you as you would imagine, were in the top 10. But then the, the defenders, uh, Burley was seventh, but the top three were Mick Mills, Terry Butcher and, and Russell Osmond. So <laughs> something massively uh, uh, to be to be massively proud about. Well, I'm massively proud. I think it just sums up just the season, the season that it was, really. Now, one thing I want to mention about this game, uh, there's two things in particular. First of all was the battle between uh, Terry Butcher and, and Peter With and yeah. that terrible tackle. Can you remember that? Well, I mean, all I remember about the Butcher With thing is that I remember Butcher, Butcher's um, uh, shirt is just shredded, isn't it? And he's got these stud marks down. He's sort of like kidney. That's right, yeah. He's, he's in the back, I mean, it was... Yeah, I don't, I don't. I think with with was a bit of a sort of old-fashioned barnstorming centre forward. I think that that's how he played. I don't think there's no particularly malice in it, but um, yeah, nasty one. Um, and the other thing is, obviously, the last time we'd met Aston Villa in the cup was back in 1975 when we had that amazing comeback from two 0 down to three two, and we spoke about the fact that um, that hindered our title challenge that year. Do you think it might? Do you think it might do it this year as well? Oh, mate! Honestly, you know who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Villa, Villa. I don't know that game. Villa get a result. Villa beat us. They go to the next round at Shrewsbury. One of their key players picks up, and it, it's all it's all wise and ifs and if nots, really, isn't it? But you know, subsequent games in the FA Cup that season, just again fantastic. So we wouldn't have had those memories. But yeah, a good, a, you know, a good call probably. Bobby Robson said at the end of the game that the action hardly stopped for 90 minutes and he can sympathise with Villa going out. Well, I've read quite a few articles and seen a few things, uh, like you said, videos on YouTube, and I think he was, I think he was being quite polite there. I, I think you know, one nil was a was definitely a, f- a fair reflection of of that. So, yeah. Villa are out, and we go back to the uh, bread and butter of of the league, uh, which is oh, we've actually got a week before the next game, which is un- unusual. So the following Saturday, we were at home to Brian Clough's Nottingham Forest, which obviously was a was a tough one. Uh, sleet and snow on the ground. Do you remember that? Um, there was. No, but I rem- we're going to now get to the next game. And I remember, obviously, it must have hung about a bit because I remember the yeah. next game being a midweek game and it certainly was, yeah, pretty bad. Uh, the mascot, as I've put on my notes here, is on... Oh, not page five, five from the back. My notes should ah. be better. Um, but this, I'll, I'll read it out and then put the uh, put the, the the photo up. Can you count to five? I can't count to five from back. Here we go. So the mascot, it, it was from Ipswich. Hey. Actually, this name rings a bell. Stuart Wayman. W-H-A 
Y M A N, and right. he's from 51 Cowper Street. And his favourite player, uh, no surprise there, is um, John Walk. John Walk, there you go, Stuart Weymouth. He's seven, so seven, nineteen, eighty, one, thirty-nine, forty. What, what that? Oh, I can't even do the maths. Forty-six with that. Forty-six with that. Make him, yeah. I, I, I was reading my notes, so I'll let you go with that. But what I want to share with you is. One of the favourite bits at the back, which is what was on at the, the ABC yes, and, and the Odeon. So the ABC had a, a film called Don't Answer the Phone. Um, never no, heard of that. No, uh, the Odeon had The Blue Lagoon, which was a double A, whatever okay. that means. A bit like a, do you need to bring so a battery? No, double A, 14. So I think, yeah, you had to go with an adult. Yeah. Um, yeah. Raise the Titanic. Okay, yeah. and also one of your favourite films, Sexual Ecstasy, which was a which was an X. Um, do you remember that one? I think, you know, I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember that one. I think I can vaguely remember the Blue Lagoon. I think it could have been someone like I don't know Brooke Shields or someone in that. I yeah, think. it was. It was Brooke Shields. I'm, I remember parts of that. Um, anyway, and at the at the <laughs> Gaumont, um, Iron Maiden were due to wow. play on the on the seventeenth of February. <laughs> Uh, no other names of great mention. Let's go through the town team. Um, there's one change for the uh, for town. So Cooper's in goal. Uh, Burley, Butcher, Osmond and Mills is your, your, your standard back four. Um, Kevin O'Callaghan comes in for the suspended Eric Gates. Obviously, he got sent off in that 5-3 defeat at Tottenham. Alongside uh, Walk, Tyson and Murin and Mariner and Brazil are up front. Remember much about the game or the goals? Or... No, no, I don't even know. I, I, I started to play quite seriously at this yeah. round, um, Saturday football at this point. So I think it's one of the games I missed. I can't recall much about this game. Seeing the goals, I think it was not perhaps on match of the day. It was on you know, the Jerry Harrison, you know, IDV match of the match of the week. Um, yeah, 2-0. I mean, just a notable double over Forest, isn't it? We beat him there, you know. Um, it was double, you know, coming off double European champion. So, yeah, still a, you know, a notable um, a notable result, really. Um, got a good number one for you, actually. Thinking about, um, well, yeah, the turn of 1981. Thinking about what happened in December 1980. Not surprisingly, it is a John Lennon song. Imagine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's very... a great it's a great song, but it's a bit predictable, really, wasn't it? <laughs> out, out of all the songs that I, I could I could have guessed, but no, I, I, it was I, it was, but yeah, you, you could have gotten the other way around because obviously he's replaced by his own. But there you go. Oh, there you go. There you go. Well, one of the one of the positive things about um, the the game uh, after the game was that uh, Liverpool lost, so they yeah, were that... starting to edge out. Right. Uh, unfortunately, they they lost to Villa. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> Let's give you the yeah. first league table of the of, of the of nineteen eighty one. So Liverpool are a third with thirty four points from twenty six games. We're second uh, thirty five from twenty four games, yeah. and we're one point behind Villa, who are thirty six points in twenty six games. Right in the mix there. It's tight, isn't it? It's really tight. Yeah. So let's move so, to one of our game in hands. Yeah. The next the next game where, as you you say. Um, Snows, snows on the pitch. We play with an orange ball. Yeah, we do. Yeah, it's covering City. the snow on the pitch. Yeah, not quite. I think it was not quite um, Leicester of a few seasons ago. But yeah, it was certainly uh, snow on the pitch. I'm sure. It, I can't remember it snowing. Again, not like the Leicester game. But um, yeah, the game was never in doubt. Just snow-covered pitch. Obviously, freezing temperatures. So I hadn't thawed, sort of thing. Um, and yeah, um, 
very, you know, by comparison, quite a low crowd. I think it's like 15,000 or something there, under perhaps. That was 21,000. Yeah, yeah, more than I thought. Yeah, didn't I know. Seem, I, I was, didn't seem it when I was there. Didn't seem it when I was there. Well, most people had gone home, I reckon. Um, <laughs> but I, I think maybe most people uh, had come for the cup vouchers. And I noticed in all of the programmes that start uh, following, they yeah. all start saying that, you know, that, that vouchers are, are going to be handed out. Wow. Now, um, there's not much more in this program, but just to say that this game was uh, the 12th anniversary as uh, for Bobby Robson as, as manager. Right. Um, and the special guest, I don't know if you remember who the special guest was that day to come and watch the game. Well, a, mid, a midweek game against Birmingham. <laughs> yeah, I think he was a, um, he was a corporate guest of, of Jay's Fluid or something. I can't might be getting that wrong, but it was um, Brian Jacks. All right, superstars. Superstars, and, and I yeah, think he was yeah. a judo guy before that as he well. He was, yeah. yeah. So, no, obviously better known for superstars. Yeah, he was, he was the one that went mental with the, um, with the old dips. I mean, you, 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 you're a kid then, so you were what, how old then? Eight, nine, ten? I, I, was, like I don't know. I, I was ten. No, I was yeah. nine. Yeah, I was nine. Yeah. And he, so you remember? So you you can vaguely remember superstars watching it and stuff. Well, I, I wore my mum and dad's carpet out doing those little squat thrusts. Remember, because he introduced the sort of sliding approach. You know, most people used to jump. You know, so yeah, I remember. Brian wasn't Jack. it? It was those. And when he meant, he was a bit mental on the dips, wasn't he? Remember, it was oh, him. He yeah. was like a machine on the dips. That's where he. That's where he, he just didn't stop. <laughs> so if the record was like sixty, it was got eighty, and he was like, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that was great. Yeah. Um, that was a pretty highlight of the week, superstars, because obviously, again, no Sky Sports or anything like that. The old the iconic Kevin Kevin Keelan falling off his bike. Yeah. Kevin Keelan. Stan Bowles, Stan Bowles nearly drowning in the pool. Couldn't swim. Um, yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah, love that. Ron Pickering. Brilliant. Ron mate. Pickering. Uh, no no team changes. So uh, um, Gates is uh, obviously still out. Um, and we just need, we need to to win a win will put us to the top of the yeah. table and and we won quite convincingly five yeah, one. again i can't remember much about the goals i'm not sure there's any footage of these goals but yeah absolutely sort of blew them up blew them away really one of my favorite players did score for um did did he not did he, he did yeah, yeah he, he did, scored but, the equalizer yeah, yeah Worthington for Birmingham. i remember i remember that but yeah all i can remember about the game is it's comfortable just blew them away blew them away really it, yeah, it certainly did 5-1. And just to correct myself, he actually scored. Uh, we were 2-0 up when, when Frank Worthington scored. Uh, Bobby Robson said it was a carnal atmosphere and it was worth three points because of the goal difference. A bit of foresight from support yeah. there. Um, so, so interesting players in the Birmingham side picked out Kerbishley, Alan Kerbishley, yeah. Keith Birchin, X-Town, Archie, Archie Gemmell, Archie of course. Gemmel. Archie. Colin Todd. Colin Todd. Yeah, um, let's have a look. Yeah, they all played. Um, Ainsco as well was another name. Alan Ainsco uh, played as well. Um, so we go top of the table. Yeah. This is brilliant. You know, Liverpool, we're a third. We're three points ahead of them. Villa, a second. We're one point ahead of them. And we've still got a game in hand on both of them. <laughs> this this is, i tell you what, I, I've been Everything saying this all goes. along. I, I, I have not paid any attention to this season ever in my life so i'm actually living it as we go through and i think i think we are going to win the league i think so, we, honestly i think I, well go on yeah so we now move to uh game 38 of the season it's the 26th game of the league season we're away to everton there's a, the little oh program. wow look at that Stat, look at that beauty yeah it's um i'm gonna name the arsenal players there switch it around i reckon there's john hollins 
No, I'll tell you what, stat quiz for you, mate. And if you don't know, name the Everton player and the Arsenal player. That one. The other one, not John Hollins. The one who's sliding. one who's making the tackle. The one who's laying on the, the ground, that one. Yeah. Who's that, do you reckon? Uh, no idea. I think that's John, D- that's John Devine and Imre Varadi, I think. It is Imre anyway. Varadi, yeah. And I was going to say, usually they'd have on the front cover saying, our, our cover photo is of... But, yeah, that's all I'm going to do there. There was a horrible muddy pitch. We go to Goodison Park. Um, Gates is the only change. He comes in for O'Callaghan. He's not suspended. Um, and the game ends nil-nil. Yeah, again, I think, given the weather we'd had down here, you know, the weather up there was probably, um, well, you know, up in Liverpool, up the north, probably worse. So, yeah, fairly... I remember the Everton pitch being particularly bad in those days. Don't use sand and... Stuff like that. I think I remember that cup tie the year before when we lost. Um, but yeah, it was pretty heavily sanded and stuff. So yeah, strength sapping, I'd say. Oh yeah, certainly in in, in January when um it's your thirty eighth game as well. Uh, Bobby Robson said a you know a, a draw was a, a fair yeah. result. Yeah. At, Take a point. Yeah, at this stage of the championship, he, he saw it as a point one rather than a point lost. Yeah. Villa Villa won two one at Coventry to go joint top. So we're both on 38 points. Uh, we've just played one game less. Uh, then we go, I don't know about you, but, you know, it's like I remember like last time, part two. This is quite tiring now. I have to keep looking <laughs> at my notes. Right, so now it's the 39th game, and we're uh, playing Shrewsbury Town. Oh. Now, most people, um, if you haven't, get yourself on eBay. It, I, I think there are loads of these around, Dave. Yeah. Um, and so we're big playing Shrewsbury. Big crowd Shrewsbury. there that day, though. Big crowd for them. Brilliant. Well, 18,000. It was, it was an all-ticket yeah. all game. Um, that's it for the program. Uh, so we've, as, as you said about strength sapping, you know, we, we, we didn't have a game during midweek, but then we go to Shrewsbury Town and, and goodness knows what league they were in at that point. I should, should have had a look. Um, Third division, I think. I think. He, he, uh, Bobby Robson makes no changes whatsoever. No, but, you know, I know it's easy to say hindsight, wonderful thing, but you just didn't then really. It's just, just didn't. Um, I remember going to this game. It was, I mean, how could you do this? I remember going by coach. Um, a lot of the lads I played football with are regulars at the at the Fuchsia, the Blooming Fuchsia on yeah. Foxall Road. Went to coach with the boys from the Fuchsia. Met up with my mates, uh, my schoolmates and stuff, mates who I knocked around with um, actually at the game because obviously, you know, there's no seat you mingle in. And um, Jib, um, didn't go back on the coach, but just jumped on the train on the way back. You know, no tickets or anything like that. Just jumped on the train all the way back. And what I remember about this, um, the game itself, bit of a non-event, nil-nil. We didn't play that well. Shrewsbury were really up for it. I think Cooper played pretty well. Um, the big thing coming out of this game is the is the injury of Burley. But just quickly, so I jumped on the train. Norwich are playing a Man City. Get absolutely walloped, I think, about five or six nil in the cup at Man City. And as the train, as this special train pulls through into Peterborough, the Norwich train pulls in either, it's either in front or behind or something like that. All hell breaks loose. There's people on the platform and, oh, bloody hell, cans are being thrown. But yeah, every, it's all kicking off. Police are there, everything. Anyway, that all settles down and we make it, we make it back to Ipswich. So I remember, I remember that. But the crucial thing about this game is, is obviously we don't lose. But yeah, the Burley injury, which I think initially Robson says that he would have thought it was maybe a three or four week job at worst, but it was a serious one. And um, I think Burley, I think I've said this before, was perhaps one of the first to have the sort of like pioneering um, keyhole surgery. He was, yeah. Done by 
done by quite an eminent um, surgeon, I think, in Cambridge. Because prior to this, the actual, um, um, yeah, that 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 type of knee injury is the um, it, the cruciate. It was a cruciate. I think it's lateral, or whatever it was. A cruciate knee with his finished career. So he was one of the first players to actually successfully have the op and actually, you know, get back to arguably, yeah, not far off his best. I'd say. No, not at all. It was Mick Mill's 650th appearance for, for the club. Um, Bobby Robson said at the end, at least six of our players played badly. Yeah. Um, that, yeah. That, I remember it being a sort of, considering we're sort of wet weather we'd have and stuff, it's quite sort of bouncy ball. And the, yeah, it's one of those horrible games where you come away nil nil. Yeah, okay. Ipswich at home, we know we're going to beat him. So, yeah, just, well, <laughs> just what it is, really. Yeah. I, I tell you what, the bookies obviously thought that we were going to beat them as well in, in the home replay because Town were immediately installed as nine to two favourites after the game because uh, there were shock ex- exits for Liverpool, yeah. Manchester United, and West Brom. Well, yeah. This yeah. is. <laughs> Let's get let's get some brass though. We're gonna we're gonna be polishing a lot of trophies, I think. We're there, aren't we? Yeah. We can so, clean up. Three days later, we're we're back at Portman Road for the for the fourth round replay. Um, the the only change again, uh, as you mentioned, Steve McCall is coming for for Burley. This is the start of six uh, run of six home games, which I think is Mental. fantastic. I saw that. I couldn't believe it when I saw that. Uh, when I saw that, yeah. You'll love this Go program on. because it's an iconic. It's got Cyril Regis oh, and and. Russell, Russell Osborne, yeah. That. That's the iconic West Brom shirt, that, isn't it? Oh, without, without cup, a doubt. semi-final, yeah. Uh, the mascot was in the usual place, so I'm guessing by that I meant towards the back. Um, and the mascot, I should... My, my wife said, why don't you put those little sticky notes on there? And, you, and I was like, what, on my programme? Programme, okay, um, and yeah. risk, risk damage in the... Yeah, the, the so we've got... Base. And let's not say that we were ahead of our times, but we've got a girl as a mascot. So not all this boy stuff. We've got a girl, um, Jane Fares, if you Ooh. pronounce for F-A-Y-E-R-S. Yeah. Fares, Fares. Fares, yeah, Fares. And yeah. she's from 5 Mayfield Road in Ipswich. Oh, that's close. And that's, she went that's to... That's near you. Yeah, she went to... I'm going to go knock on the door. <laughs> um, she went to Rushmere Hall Junior School, and, and here she is... Um, how old? Yeah. I know. How old is saying on nine? So she'd be fifty. Yeah, she'd be fifty. God. Yeah, Jane. Blimey. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to do that tomorrow. Number five, Mayfield Road. Mayfield Road. Hello. It's, it's just around the corner from your. Sorry, start your school. Your old school. My my former employer. <laughs> your yeah. former employer. Their loss. Yep. Right, let's move on. So, we go to the game and it's uh, an easy 3-0 victory. Two yeah, goals right. from Gates and Walk. 27,500 fans turn up there. Incredible. So, there must have been a, a thought of, of cup voucher tickets again. Yeah, I don't know. Again, I can't remember much about, about this game. Um, I went, I remember going and, yeah, as we thought, you know, on the way back from when we're avoiding... Um, bricks and cans of beer from the being pelted out from the Norwich fans sort of discussing yeah we'll be alright yeah we'll and we and obviously we were so then we the move banner. exactly so we, we move on to, to the Saturday it's the 41st game we're playing Stoke City at home in, in the league um, there, there's the programme I'm just going to don't know who that wow, is wow look at that that's Tommy Wears against Actually, Leicester. I tell you, never bought, uh, and it's just never. I'm sure he's got games and very rarely picked up programs back then. Tommy, Tommy Williams, yeah. Um, the mascot um, is on the same page as somebody saying that Paul Cooper should should win a, an international yeah. cap, which is quite interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And his name is Ian Sheldrake. Ooh. 
of 43 Crofton Road, Ipswich. Blimey, again. Again, that's, that's just around the corner. It's just off Colchester Road, isn't it? Hang on. Let's see. How old is he? How old will he be now? How old is he? He's six. Oh, he's youngster. So he's like, God, he's a, he, mere 40, he's a mere 47. Yeah, he went to... Five. Yeah, yeah. And he went to St. John's. And I was trying to work that out in my head. Um, some of the Stoke players, just to go through, uh, Peter Fox um, he makes a great save in this game. But yeah, Adrian Heath and Lee Chapman and Paul Bracewell all right. stand out. So this was a game, I remember going to this game. And I'll, tell you, I'll tell you a game I compare this with. Not a, not a town game. You know the old um, iconic Leeds-Southampton 7-0 games? 7-0 yeah. game, you know, you see. We were so good this game and so dominant. It was it was like that, seriously. 4-0 could have been 10. No, without without doubt. We were absolutely... And I read a bit, you know, um, I've been, I, I said right at the start of this, I've, I've referred back to that because he does a... Um, you know, he does a bit on each game of season. And a great quote in there from the Stoke manager, Alan Durbin, after the game, he said, he said to Rob, he said, I was so proud, he said, You're, you've got a Rolls-Royce of a team, he said, a Rolls-Royce. So, yeah, we were absolutely brilliant. There's one ridiculous goal there by Brazil where I think Murin chips it forward and there's a little, like, flick from Mariner. And it's, they play a little triangle first, a little flick from Mariner. And Jerry Harrison goes, oh, Brazil's in. Yeah, it's 4-0. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. That, that was... Yeah, that was that was Brazil's third, uh, second and Town's third. Yeah, it was, I, I've just put lovely one-touch stuff. It's a great goal. Um, Gates finishes it off with the, with a fourth goal. Uh, great stuff from Butcher to win the ball. That's right. Once yeah. Gates away, he, he he's gone. Um, uh, Bobby Robson said at the end, "We're in a wonderful position, challenging yeah. for three ah. major trophies." Um, he didn't say this, but I add on to it that Liverpool had, had just lost and and Villa had had won that day. So if we look at the league table. Liverpool are on 36 points from 28 games. Villa and Town are on 40 points from uh, 28 and 27 games, respectively. Uh, oh, yeah, so it's heating up. Yeah. Um, and Good then morning. we then we play game 42 on the on the on the Saturday, 28th league game, and we're playing uh, Dario Gradi's Crystal Palace, bottom of the table Crystal Palace, who turn out in their fantastic white kit with the blue and red stripes. Always worrying yeah, oh God, so iconic, yeah. iconic kit. That one, absolutely iconic Actually, I might, kit. I might have it. So that this is the program has got the one from the from the That's away. The Look at that kit. That is a lovely kit. Town in all blue that day. Um, so then we have a little bit of a change. Uh, the uh, BT comes in for the injured Mills. Yeah. So uh, Russell Osman moves to right back. Yeah. Uh, and BT and Butcher, uh, your two centre halves, and McCall goes to left back. It's been a rare game for Osman at right back, as I can never really remember him playing at right back. Yeah, blind. And I only saw yeah. that from from reading different books yeah, and yeah, art- yeah. articles and stuff. But yeah. yeah, so he um he he plays at right. I think he plays at right back for for two games. Right. Uh, Ian Walsh, uh, I think Paul Walsh's dad or something. He he scores the opener for Palace. Yeah. Um. Mariner gets one uh, and Walk gets a penalty just after yeah. half-time in the second half. That's right. We score. I'm looking at this now. Then it's an own yeah. goal. We score like three and seven minutes, don't we? Yeah. So putting at half-time, one nil down, and they score just before half-time. I can remember getting a bit, it was getting a bit edgy. Do you know what I mean? We always looked like we could score, obviously. And yeah, we just, again, sort of game. Then Mariner scores an own goal later on. It's just um, one of those games you get through and you just do enough, really. Interestingly, it was not the first game that Paul Mariner has scored for and against uh, uh, 
uh, for Town and against Town in the in the same game. He had done that against Plymouth as well. I think earlier in about nineteen, just before he joined Town, he, he scored and scored an own goal in the same game. Oh really? Yeah. Hey, That's the phrase not. I was looking for at both ends. I was, both I was, end. um, so uh, Liverpool lose again. Now a two-horse race. Villa win 3-1 at Everton, which I must admit, you know, must send a few shot ways. We just drew there, nil-nil. Goal um, of the season in that game, Tony Morley. Was it? Oh, of course. There, there you go. So, if you look at the table now, Liverpool are a third, six points uh, off uh, Town and Villa, who are both 42. But again, we've got the game in hand. Sad news uh, that week, uh, Roger Osborne uh, leaves town and yeah. goes off to Colchester. Yeah, yeah. I think he had figured, I'm sure I think he had figured in one or two games prior to that, probably before Christmas, I think. But yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, what a servant. And um, <clears throat> well, we'll always be immortal to town fans, won't they, for goodness sake? Yeah, oh, without, without a doubt. Yeah. Um, so we then move on to uh, Valentine's Day against third division uh, Charlton Athletic in the FA Cup. And this is going to be a, a massacre, isn't it, on this date, do you think? <laughs> Hang on a minute. I'm just I'm a bit confused because there are no team changes. So, again, the team is Cooper Osman at right back, uh, Beatty Butcher and McCall going across the, the back line. Gates walk, Tyson and Murin, obviously Gates playing just behind Mariner and Brazil. That seems quite a strong team again to to see off a third division side. Just did, again, they just didn't make changes in those days. You know, even if you know Liverpool in cup games, you, you see Liverpool playing games like that. They just didn't make changes. Although the squads, you know, no side had the depth of squads. Certainly in the Premier League, and in the top division, no side had the depth of squads that they have today. Well, obviously not because there's only one sub for Christ's sake. But yeah, I mean the, the players that are available there, you see there. Side you picked itself really, yeah. There was just no no change. It's going to be seen as there's a, there's a really interesting point in another few games regarding um regarding Murin. But anyway, go on. Yeah. yeah. So uh, town town win the game two nil. Uh, Walk and and Mariner. Uh, Mariner's goal. Do you remember that one? Oh well, I'll tell you what. I remember. I remember both. Walk's goal yeah. was ridiculous. Quite a tight game. Charlton. Remember, big good atmosphere. Charlton bought quite a few. Lot of support. I don't. Know, Again, another 30,000 crowd potentially. Started. Yeah, just over 30,000, yeah. Unbelievable. Great atmosphere. Um, the first goal, walk, sort of precision, side foots in from about 20 yards in a gap like this. Unbelievable. And yeah, right at the end, Mariner, just typical centre-forwards goal, I think, perhaps as a through ball, hoit forward from Butcher or Osman or something like that. Marriage is sheer strength, and he, you know, shrugs off a centre-half and absolutely buries it. And always nice about that. Both of those goals, Walker Mariner up the north stand end, so he's he's given it given it large after that. Yeah, just just absolutely superb memory. I remember, I remember that game really well. Yeah, good atmosphere, good win. Yeah, they gave as good as you get. A very um, a very young, you mentioned him earlier, very young Paul Walsh in the Charlton side. Yeah, um, and we have, uh, um, yeah, I've got the, hang on, I've got the programme here. Yeah, he was. Um, now, the, the manager at the, of Charlton, Mike Bailey, he'd made it clear before the game that promotion from the third tier of English football was was what he was looking for and, and not targeting the FA Cup. Um, <laughs> well, just, he would say that. Yeah, he? He, well, I think he might have said it before, to be honest with you, but I, I'm going to have to I'm going to have to check to see how Charlton's team, if, if I can find it, how, if Charlton made any changes for, for that game. Now, I wanted to mention the mascot. Uh, the mascot's Go gone on. back in into the, the notebook section. Well, yeah, I'll, of... I'll, I'll be looking at my uh, my uh, yeah my team for that game. Go on. Yeah. Um. So there, there's the there's a picture of the mascot. Let me read it out. Um. His name is uh. So he's four. 
Um, and his name's four. Four, yeah. Alan Morrison of 17 Oakland Road, Dovercourt. Oh, okay. But Can that I... that's not the bit that stood out. They have these strange bits in here, and one of them is called "Can You Help?" Right. Oh, yeah, is, just, this, is this is this when you put yeah, like people into go on. like like you know, I um I, I'm missing a program or you know, I'd like a pen pal. But this one is um just stood out. I just wondered whether they'd put something similar in, in you know in programs today. So Kevin Smith of fifty four Ravensbourne Drive in Chelmsford right. is keen to trace the two girls he met on the special train to Shrewsbury last month. Their names were Alison and Debbie. And he'd like to hear from either or both of them. I bet he would. That's that's. Oh, if Alison and Debbie, if Alison and Debbie are watching, you know, tell us. Did you get in touch? And well, did one yeah. did one of you end up marrying him? Wow, that'd be great. That's I was just story. checking that he wasn't Kevin Kevin Smith, fifty four of of Ravensbourne <laughs> Drive. But no, he's he's from number fifty four. So he, <laughs> you never know. Might well you don't. happen. So um. We then move on. So Villa didn't have a game that day. Um, so we then move on to game 44, which I like to call at this point, final game in, on hand, um, game in hand on Villa that we play. And yeah. we're playing uh, Middlesbrough's, uh, uh, John Neal's Middlesbrough. Mm-hmm. Do you remember a lot about him? I know nothing about John Neal. Uh, no, I don't. I know he went on to manage Chelsea, I think. I believe. Did he? Yeah. Yeah, he did, yeah. I think may have been gone from Middlesbrough to Chelsea. Pretty sure he managed Chelsea. Um, yeah, I don't know. Don't know a lot else about him, to be fair. So let's have a look at the mascot. Uh, this mascot's a bit older. He's eight. His name's Gary Newman. Um, <laughs> what? New man. Uh, oh. N-E-W-M-A-N. Yeah, that'd be great, though, wouldn't it? If Gary that'd be Newman, awesome, mate. Yeah. If Gary Newman, um, you know. Let's I'll just say it's him. Yeah. yeah. So it's Gary Newman, N-U-M-A-N is his surname. And at the time he lived at Five Grove Gardens in Woodbridge. And his favourite player was Paul Cooper, which is nice to see um Cooper getting a it's mention. A vote for Coops, yeah. I don't I don't think Gary Newman lived in Woodbridge. Now yeah. let's have a look at the team. Because it took me a little while to find something and I was like, what on earth is going on with this team? So this <laughs> is what I believe is, is happening. So Go on. Cooper's in goal. That much I'm, I'm, I'm reading I'm, I'm reading it, yeah. 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 Um Mills comes in at right back for McCall. <laughs> um, right. Osman switches from right back to uh, uh, centre half with Beatty. Right. And Butcher goes to left back. Yeah. Oh, stacked up. Yeah. O'Callaghan comes in for the injured Mariner alongside <laughs> Walk Tyson and Murin. Yeah. And Gates switches up front uh, with Brazil. Um, so why didn't, question I've got for you, why didn't Bobby Robson keep Osman at, at right back? See, I mean, there's a lot of changes. He's changed three positions in the in the back four there. I don't know. I suppose Mills captain. If Mills is fit, Mills plays. I guess. Yeah, but Mills can play it. Well, yeah. Yeah. Again, I just thought I wouldn't have picked up on that at the time. But I think, yeah, you're right. If, if Mills is fit, Mills plays. So yeah, naturally he comes back in. Um, for McCall and, yeah, and, and not Butcher. I guess that would have been the change, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For yeah. McCall, yeah. Beat would have. Well, beat is beat is fit. Well, beat is playing whether he's fit or not. You know. Town win one nil. Brazil just for half time. Yeah, midweek game. I don't know. Still half decent crowd again. Look, just yeah. under twenty five thousand. Don't remember much. Don't really remember much about the game. Just yeah, fairly in a, in a, in that sort of season, a fairly nondescript sort of game. But yeah, just do enough. The, the unbeaten home record extended to to forty games. Um, and yeah. now the the top of the table, 
Liverpool are on 37 points from 30 games. Daylight uh, stat. Villa are on 42 from 29, and we're on 44 from 29, and we have a four-goal advantage. Oh, man. All looking good, isn't it? All it, is. it continues to look good. And another now, home game. game Buster, did, well. you have any, did you have any money left? Did anybody have any money left? You know, six <laughs> six games and what seems about I think two all my weeks. Money, all my money wasn't greatly paid yet. And I think all my money's just going football, I think. Football and rec- records. That sounds old. Football and records. That was it, basically. Occasional bit. Oh, obviously beer. But, yeah, that was it. Brilliant. Just <laughs> yeah. live. Just live for the weekend. It's just brilliant, mate. Honestly, I mean, imagine this, all these games and, you know, turning up at home, expecting to win. Ultimately, you win. It's just brilliant. Um, I was much the same as a nine-year-old. It was just, you know, <laughs> records and, um, and, and beer. Um, yeah. Just have a little look. And we'll go back to the program at the moment. So let's look at the, the team. Um, so McCall comes in now because Tyson's playing for Holland against Cyprus oh, wow. the next day. Um, and Mariner comes in for the injured Brazil. So let's just do a quick recap. We've got Cooper Mills beat Yosman and Butcher as your back four. Decent. Yeah. Oh, Callahan Walk McCall, I think, is playing in the middle with Murin on, on the wing. Yeah. Um, as such. And Gates and Mariner up are up front. It's yeah. a, do you remember anything about the, the goals in this game? I remember yeah, I being I remember being at this game. Really? Yeah, I do. Yeah, um, yeah. I think I was in Churchman's. Gray, Andy Gray scored one early on, like a little diving, little diving header across yeah. Cooper. Um, remember that? Um, or what, I, or what I do remember, this is Kevin Beatty's last ever goal for Ipswich. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash blue monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. So, uh, far post, a towering far post header. Last ever goal for the last ever goal for the I club. I should be telling you stuff like that. Well, I remember this. Can't remember much about Gates' goal. Um, 
And I remember the I remember the Richards penalty up the north stand, John Richards penalty up the north stand, then second half. And it's one that Cooper saves it, but sort of like pushes it out. And um, he has a second go and just completely has a larrups it over the bar in the north stand. Yeah. That I think is... I think it was maybe been three one at that stage. I think we've certainly well we were I'm pretty sure we were ahead at yeah, we were obviously we were ahead, yeah. 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 That that's my key memory about that game is that is that penalty there, definitely. And Paul Cooper was a Wolves fan, I found out. Um didn't well, he's from that. that, from that, yeah, closer to Wolverhampton than, uh, from, I think he's a black, a black, let's call it, don't they? a black country lad, wasn't he? Rather he than is. Rummy. Two things I want to pick up about the the, the, the goal, just to let you know about Gates's goal, um, Walkie's header is going off target um, and basically it's going wide and Gates... Oh, he reacts, don't he? Yeah, it's a clever he, he goal. Reacts, yeah, I remember that. Beatty's goal, you've got to watch this because I don't know if you know, Dave, but this is this is Beatty's last goal for, for town. Just thought I'd let you know that. And it's a strange free kick routine because they all start running off and none of them are kicking, <laughs> touching the ball. Planned? Who puts it in in the end? Is it Murin who puts it in? No, I think, I th- well, Murin, uh, Murin puts it in from the from the byline, but he, he's he's run past the, the, the dead ball and somebody else has. And I don't know who passes it to who, but yeah, Beatty's about two but yards out. Beatty's in the in. team, so just hang it up at the back post yeah. and probably still, even with his dodgy knees, and he did. I mean, again, I remember him getting up particularly high. High for that one, yeah, up North Stand then. Um, so this game is noticed is is also noted for a um, quite an interesting number one. Okay, number one record at the time. Um, I have to say this is one. This is a record I didn't buy, but I probably, I certainly bought the album that the number two was on. That the the, the number two. So this is the song of um, that kept. I think this record was voted. The greatest ever number two, never to get to number one. So number oh. one, obviously, is... Shut up at your face. Oh, it's... <laughs> Joe Dolce, shut up it... at your face. Well, you know, here's a funny story. Uh, the the Stat family were, were sitting down, and we, because I was trying to set up in here, we sat in, in the lounge, and we had, you know, dinner on our laps and stuff like that, and we were watching Pointless. And the round was uh, one-word song titles from the 80s. And I right. went they'll have Vienna on that and they did and I said do you realise that and <laughs> so I do pick some things up from you there you uh, go Joe, Joe Dolce um, let's discount Liverpool from, from the table now I've yeah, always wanted to say that good um, so uh, Town and Villa both played 30 games and we're on 46 and they're on 44 now you would think that that would have been the biggest news of the weekend go on but coming up during the week Charles and the lady Diana Spencer oh, got engaged. Oh my goodness yeah. me! Yeah, crikey! God, I remember that really well. I remember that was it. Coming home from coming home from work, expecting to see I don't know whatever was on or whatever. And um, yeah, that was just all over the news. My God, yeah, massive. So yeah. the Wednesday or the Tuesday that week, um, you know, Scotland didn't think that John Walker played enough games, so they flew him out to Tel Aviv, and he won his tenth cap for Scotland um, against Israel. And then on Saturday, um, he's back, but he's not because we're playing Coventry City and Tyson is in for the injured John Walk. See, that's the sort of thing. That's the sort of thing where, again, that didn't that just didn't happen in those days where, you know, players, you know, can you imagine him being allowed to go, you know, they're feigning or he's, or he's tweaked a, he's tweaked a hamstring or something like that. There would be no way on earth. But again, players just did. That was just the club's, you know, internationals was international took president, you know, over everything. So on my list of, of people that, that I'm making a note of in, in my little book here, um, obviously Norwich for the, the League Cup replay, you know, just giving us another game and suddenly we're, we're behind there with the, yeah, the yeah. Um, games in hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, perhaps football 
as a whole, not knowing about squad rotation and stuff like that, stick mm-hmm. with. But also John and Scotland, the Scottish FA. I'm going to put them on the list. <laughs> and um, what about and Dutch Dutch FA as well? Yeah, but he didn't come back injured. That's the that's, that's oh, oh, oh good point. Yeah. I was saying. Yeah. Um, see, so then we are. I don't know if I even looked at the Wolves program. Um, oh, the mascot was on page five. Let's have a little look at the mascot. It'll only be fair. Um, and he's Andrew Foreman. And he's four of, no, he's not 14. He's 10. And he's a 14 Town Lane Road. Town Lane, never heard that before, in Bury St. Edmunds. Oh, right. Okay. And it looks like, if you have a look at it, he's actually gone into Woolies and had his photo taken in the <laughs> yeah, um, little he? photo booth. Yeah, there. photo me booth. Yeah. The old photo me at the station and at Woolies, yeah. Super. So now we're um, we're now off to um, town at Coventry. I've got to say, this coming up is one of the most has to be. I'm sorry, one of the most iconic weeks in the in well in ITFC history. These three games. This is my favourite week, I think, uh, and I've ever supported the. T- oh, obviously, okay, let's put the FA Cup to one side and perhaps win. But unbelievable. And I was, I like to say I was at all three of these games. I'm sure one or two were, but I was at, I was at the two. Um, I was, I was at the two away game, the two you know domestic away games. Unbelievable! Again, so you, I, oh look at that kit. Stand, where'd, where'd you stand on that kit, then, mate? Oh, I love it. And can That's I just say, German big, newspaper, isn't it? Jerry Daly, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a, a a big thanks uh, to uh, our colleague Rich Ipswich. Um, yeah. Obviously, he he's got all of these commentary programs, so he he let me borrow that one. He's a, <laughs> he's a big fan. Um, so here are the, here are the changes oh, for the team. Me. Tyson comes in for the injured John Walk and Brazil returns for O'Callaghan. Uh, so we're, we're basically, so McCall plays in, in the center. Um, talk to us about it. There's a couple of, certainly one goal I want you to speak it's, to. It's, me. It's, yeah. it's absolutely hosing down all game. I remember again, going there in my mates, I was at four of us in my mates, escort Mark one dinger, my mate dingers, escort Mark one. Remember it really well, really clearly. It absolutely hoses down all game. Horrible, horrible. You know, pitch is cutting up the ball one of those things where the ball's perhaps not moving in parts of the pitch across the pitch probably but again we just once we score with i think brazil again stupid bit of play from tyson sets up i think brazil from close range for the first one but i think i know the goal you're thinking about i think it's steve mccall's first ever league goal i believe it's his first yeah, ever it is, league yeah. goal yeah um and this is our match of the day remember because i remember getting home from coming it's a league game on match of the day and um yeah it's an absolute I think it probably would be classed as a thunderbastard, actually. Sort of wins a tackle, takes it out of his feet and absolutely lashes it in from about, I don't know, left foot, 25 yards. Keeper doesn't even move, does he? Hell of a strike. No, and then the... we just, yeah, go on and, yeah, boy, it's 4-0. Brilliant. Who was a keeper? So it was, Les Seeley was in goal for... Coventry. Yeah, Les Seeley, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, late on, I think he, yeah, he drops away, he throws one in from Osborne. Osborne, a bit of a weak old header and he should save it and he sort of lets it sort of squirm in, I think, but... Yeah, it's 4 0 and just, you know, we, we win at a canter, really. Yeah, uh, Gary Gillespie also played in that game. But yeah, yeah, the thing that I like about McCall's goal is is just before it's a tackle from Osman, he's, you know, he's on the right Thunderous. side of midfield in, the, in their half. Thunderous. Crunching tackle, you know, <laughs> then heads forward. Um, I'd, love to, I'd love to speak to him about that. Um, all going well, but Peter with, uh, so Town finished the game winning 4 0. Uh, Peter With scores an 83rd minute winner at Wolves, so we are we're still two points ahead of them. We're on 48, they're on 46. Yeah. Um, yeah. Unsurprisingly, uh, a fantastic month for February, and, and Bobby Robson uh, wins however, manager of the month. However, coming up, <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> now 
That was game 47. So we are, it's a Wednesday night and we are going to the Stade Geoffroy Guichard. Geoffroy Guichard. Yeah, yeah. man. I like for uh, the UEFA Cup. Got to just get a prompt here. Go on. Yeah, okay. So we've got something to, got I'll, something I'll to it to. It's yeah. the, the UEFA Cup fourth round, first leg against Saint-Étienne. Um, now one thing I want to ask you about this. Uh, well, before the game, Bobby Robson warns his side that Saint-Étienne are probably the best side his team will have will have faced ever. Um, and he makes the, the one change. And then you look at the team with uh, Walk returns from McCall. So you've got Cooper in goal. Mills at right back, Butcher at left back, Beatty and Osman in, you know, the two yeah, centre-halves. I, mean, I think a lot of people would probably overlook the fact that, that, that Kevin Beatty was playing in that game just because of how his career panned out at that point. Well, no, absolutely. And I didn't, I didn't realise that, well, I knew he played in this game, yeah. but he's on a bit of a, for him, he's on a bit of a run of games. He played in yeah. the pre- preceding, what, certainly two or three. Uh, which, yeah, at that stage. Now, one of the things... <laughs> yeah. Um, the the trainer, as he was called for Saint Etienne, was Robert Herbin, who sadly died, I think, a couple of weeks ago. Okay. What yeah. the, he was the, what the coach? You mean the, the, yeah, the actual? Yeah. Well, they called coach, him trainer, but yeah, right, yeah okay. one of the big sort of sort oh, yeah, of kind of hairstyle. Uh, uh, yeah. Just just recently. Yeah, within the last ah, couple of weeks. But okay. um, Pierre Garonnet was the manager. So I've no, I've never heard before yesterday. Pierre Garonnet is no, anything. Nor did I. I, but, I, um, I thought it was Herb. If you'd asked me, I thought it was. Herbert, if you do well. Herbert, well. Herbert. Yeah. Um, before we get to the game, um, we uh, Graham Blackburn, uh, the <laughs> fantastic presenter of... Uh, sorry, I got that wrong. The presenter of the fantastic <laughs> Naked Footy Show, um, Graham, um, sent us in a, a, an email about St. Etienne. One a story it. about his brother and one a story about himself. Now, just to let people know, Graham has sent about a... 20-page email, so we're going to try and we'll dissect try and break it, it down a bit. I mean, this is a, this is a brilliant story, and um, he's recounted this to me before. Um, I think perhaps on the Naked Footy show, but he went into a bit more detail just quickly. So, my brother, so my brother Paul was at Hull Uni and cho- chose to do his French language degree placement at Saint-Étienne because he was a big footy fan, and Saint-Étienne were one of the biggest clubs in Europe at the time. Played you know European Cup semi-final against Liverpool, season or two before. He chose the club for his thesis, so asked if he could spend time with him, and he was a decent amateur goalkeeper. So this, this, so they were happy for him to train with him, like Johnny Rep, Michel Platini. Hello, um, he was soon registered in play in what was the equivalent of today's academy. The other keeper in the academy was Jean Castaneda, who had gone to play for France from 1981. The same year, he would also play against Ipswich. Interestingly, the academy used to play warm-up matches before big European <laughs> games. So, but this is, so Paul often tells himself playing in front of 30,000 plus by the time his game finished. <laughs> and this is it. I didn't I'm getting onto this. St. Etienne reached a European Cup final in 1976, but with a reserve keeper injured, it fell to a choice between Castaneda and Paul as to who would be on the bench that night. As the older, more experienced of the two, and in my brother's opinion, the better keeper, ah, oh, modest. Castanana got the got the nod. Paul was only twenty-one and said he <laughs> and said he would have shat, shat himself <laughs> if he'd been selected. He was a hand in part for the game though, and watched him lose one nil to Bayern Munich. I mean, what an unbelievable story. Then he goes on. And then I, I must say, he then goes on to play. Um, he does. Yeah, it's a career. It's like for it. Goes on to play first team friendlies for Hull City. Um, although he did play, he did actually get to play against Tampa Bay Rowdies in the Anglo-American Cup. Um, 
And um, on a further Hull connection, Paul so also played with Dale Roberts at Hull when they became per, um, firm friends. And um, through that, um, GB got to know Dale as, um, as he'd often meet up with Paul um, when he was down for games at Ipswich. Just an unbelievable story. But stat, you've, I mean, it's, it's worth telling just um, GB's story about about his 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 memory of the of the game and his travel to and from the game is epic. Well, I, I think he's 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 very lucky that. He, his brother Paul was obviously, you know, in in and around the the, the first team in one way. So um, Graham travels by coach uh, via ferry from Felixstowe, um, and they eventually arrive near Leon early afternoon, where we're being held up until the onward trip to St Etienne because Man United fans had caused trouble there three years yeah, earlier. They had. Yeah, yeah, which is the last time I think St Etienne had played a, a, an English team. Yeah. So the town fans were kind of being tarred with the same brush there and were forbidden to go into the city. Anyway, he was mortified because his brother had told him to go to his local where his friends would meet us. So he managed to persuade the driver that he was arranging to meet an ex-St. Etienne player. Ironically, Paul couldn't go over for the game. Um, And the driver allowed him and his mate to sneak out from where they got a train into the city. He said, I was recognised as soon as I entered the bar, the landlord said that I shared my brother's nose. Needless to say, the locals gave us so much stick... Just stick there. When he said that, I thought he meant he's walking in there with a green shirt and goalkeeper's gloves. But anyway, go on. There you go. Yeah, and Blackburn on the, on the, on the back. <laughs> and um, needless to say, the locals gave us so much stick and told us that we had no chance of getting a result. I believe Saint Etienne had never lost a home game in Europe. Best check that stat. I did, Graham, and that's incorrect. Um, anyway, a, a drinking buddy of Paul's that. drove us to the ground. Um, we found the town fans quite low down behind the goal and subject to threats, torrents of abuse and also drowning by water bombs which rained down on us. No prizes for guessing what the makeup of the water was in the water bomb. As for the game itself, I feared the worst. Yeah, yeah very good. Uh, I feared the worst when we went a goal down. Um, remember, St Etienne were huge in Europe back then. Uh, shall I just carry on? Because he might, he might kind of go through the goals here. So um, suddenly we got our passing game going and once we'd established a 2-1 lead, there was only ever going to be one team winning that match. At the end of the game, the jubilation was tempered by a sense of fear. How were we to get out of the stadium alive? Remarkably, almost to a man and woman, the home fans couldn't wait to shake our hands, congratulate us and wish us luck. They acknowledged that they'd been outplayed at home in Europe for the first time ever. Uh, it was a fantastic gesture, <laughs> something I've not come across better or since. For me, it was easily town's best away performance in Europe. In fact, I can't think of a better, more complete ITFC performance. He's nearly finished. Uh, the journey home through the night was exhausted and the ferry crossing proved quite choppy. So we took our minds off it by watching Flash Gordon in the cinema and we exited to the sight and stench of vomit. Gordon's <laughs> dead. Um <laughs> So, fantastic story. Brilliant, 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 GB. Brilliant memories. Absolutely superb. So just, oh. just, just to go through the goals, Johnny Rep, 16 minutes. And yeah. as, as Graham said, we probably Fear all thought worst. at that point that yeah. the worst is happening. Mariner, uh, 28, so we're uh, 1-1 at half-time. Um, straight after half-time, Muren with a 25-yarder. Fantastic Hosting. goal. Uh, Mariner puts us uh, 3-1 up on the 57th oh, minute. And then... Walk, walk header is ridiculous. Yeah. 
way out, isn't it? Absolutely brilliant goal. He's his 30th goal of the, the season, and despite what some people might have told you, this was only St Etienne's third home defeat in, in Europe, and their first in 26 years. I've got to say that, I secretly knew that, but I didn't want yeah. to, didn't, you know, yeah. Uh, to be yeah. fair, Graham, Graham won't watch this, he's too busy. No, you won't watch it, you know. Um, Bobby Robson said we were simply magnificent. Now, I think he missed a trick there. He should have said we were sam- simply magnifique. That's what magnifique. I would have done. Yeah, uh, the result will cause a real stir around Europe. Um, he later went on when I think he was managing FC Porto to say that he felt that it was the best away performance by a British team ever. Yeah. Um, and the next <clears throat> the next day, uh, Le Keep headline in the next day was, um, I'm guessing that was in French, um, but the, the translation was, Ipswich are the new Ajax. Wow, there you go. For a rare praise indeed. I mean, again, from that Robson's book, he said moments like this are rare in a manager's lifetime, and you could see it was just, yeah, absolutely brilliant. Absolutely but, super. But you know, the frustrating thing is that everybody, you'd think that everybody in England was going to be talking about the fact that Ipswich had gone to St Etienne and, and beaten them 4-1. The yeah. next day, everybody was talking about the release of the Spectrum ZX81 that, that came out. Yeah, uh, that, of course they were. Yeah, that would have overshadowed everything. I think that's when the stat machine was kind of kind of born. Line 10, <laughs> I'd put stuff in. So, yeah, I mean, let's, <laughs> it, it's, still, it's still unbelievable to think that, you know, we, we went in their backyard with, with yep. some fantastic players. I mean, yep. you know, I've, I've got the home program here. So, um, Patrick Battiston. You know, uh, yeah, uh, was, Christian uh, Lopez was a, a captain. A, a, season, a season later, was nearly decapitated by Flat. Harold Schumacher at yeah. the World Cup. Yeah, I mean, they were full of internationals. Incredible. Yeah, just incredible. So what we yeah. want then is, uh, you know, we've, we've played in the fourth round of the UEFA Cup first leg. Um, let's go back home and hopefully have a nice easy tie. But no, we're playing in the, the sixth round or the quarterfinals, whichever way you want to call it, of the FA Cup. And we're away to Forest whose title hopes have finished. So they're now focusing on, on yeah, the FA yeah. Cup with some silverware. Yeah. Um, so it's at the city ground. Uh, there's the programme. Um, yeah, I can remember. I think I might did. I, well, I went, I did get that programme. This stat is one of my, would be in my top, oh, I don't know, God, I've, five, well, no, perhaps top five is getting it. Top 10 ever um, Ipswich games I've ever witnessed, ever been to home and away this game. Unbelievable game! It's it's a it's a roller coaster. I think. Um, well, Trevor Francis that day gave arguably one of the best individual performances I think I've seen. He absolutely. Well, you go through the goal. You start. You start to go well, through listen, it because we're we, we're two up in no time. We are. The the only change for the the team is that obviously, actually, all these games come thick and fast now. Are catching up on Kevin Beatty. <clears throat> Yeah. So um, McCall comes in for BT, and so we've got Cooper, Mills, Osmond, Butcher, McCall, Gates, Tyson, Walt, Urine, Mariner, and Brazil. I'd, um, I'd actually go as far as to say, just looking, I don't know, you can shoot me down, yeah. but I don't think we might see BT again until the Cup semi final shock. I might, I might be wrong. Might be wrong. But not um, many, not many no, more times. Well, we'll have a look. Um, yeah, go on, anyway. Yeah, we've, we've got a couple of games left, but no, he certainly doesn't play. Um, doesn't play this part three of the, the season. Yeah. Um, I've lost me bit there. No, so there we go. Yeah, so you've got to remember also that we're, we're playing the sixth round of the FA Cup. Villa are playing in the league. Um, so again, we're going a game, a game behind them. Uh, I tell you what, they, they, I saw him in one of the programmes earlier, um, which was Viv Anderson. 
Um, he had an absolute shocker in this game. Oh, yeah, he did, yeah. So Mariner, yeah. Mariner scores the first. Anderson's not even looking. He just, just plays the ball back to Shilton, and Mariner just sneaks in and sticks it in the back of the net. Town one nil up after 14 minutes. 24 minutes, uh, ball comes across, and Anderson puts a, a, not necessarily a bullet header, but he put it somewhere where Shilton couldn't get it. So Town are 2 nil up after 24 minutes, which is what you want. You know, you yeah. take your foot off the gas at that point. Then... Francis just takes the game by the scruff of the neck, mate. He was unbelievable. I, mean, I, I just remember it so clearly. Yeah, he scored, he, he scored a minute after 25th. Um, 42 minutes, Walsh had scored. Who, who would be Walsh for? Colin uh, Walsh. Colin Walsh, Colin Walsh. Yeah, he, yeah, so, yeah, squad player. He, um, I don't know if you see, again, his highlights. I think the, the um, brilliant Hugh Johns from the Midlands, you know, TV commentary, his um, central TV, wouldn't it have been? He um, he's commentating. Who John's absolutely brilliant, and um, uh, I think Butcher gets pulled out wide, and he's a one-on-one wide with Francis, and Francis absolutely takes him to the cleaners. You know, he slides in, he you know he's away and sets it up. Yeah, I remember it really well. He's he's electric, absolutely brilliant. Robert Robertson scores um, just at the start, well, six minutes into the second half from a from a penalty. So that Forest is suddenly three two up. Yeah, we, we're down. We we think here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, nine minutes from from the end. And I've I've watched this a few times. Tyson, like I said, he's he's my my favourite player from certainly from that era. Yeah. And I've got to say, it was a fortunate equaliser. <laughs> you know, it kind of comes off the defender's shin as well. That's and, his yeah. swinger, isn't it? Yeah. His swinger. Sort of ball bubbles about and he just takes a swing at it. Massive deflection, sort of spins past um, spins past Shilton in the in the far corner. Again, from Robson's book. So it's 3-3. Three, three. Forrest, as you said, are out of, the, um, out of the running for the league. Whether they're still in the European Cup, I doubt they are at that stage because I think they've been knocked out, you know, win it, winning it for two years. I think they're gone by then. Can't quite remember. Um, and there's this great story in Robson's book where he says he goes into Clough's um, office, you know, after the game, seeking their permission, say, look, you know, it's going to be midweek because, you know, there's no 10-day gap then. Um, oh, you know, just because our fixture congestion could be moved the game from Tuesday to Wednesday. Apparently, Clough, Clough tells him the F off. He said, if it was up to me, I'd play you on the beach tomorrow. And apparently, when he goes in, he said, it's all dark. They're having a post-mortem about the game. It's totally dark. Kenny Burns is there. Clough's there. Peter Taylor there. No no, no light. Totally dark. And as he tells him the F off, he said, I'll play you lot on the beach tomorrow. We'll see you at Portman Road on Tuesday. Great. Yeah. Brilliant story. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, 11 goals and three away games. Oh, it's just ridiculous, mate, isn't it? Honestly. If it's uh, a better week, oh, it's just mad, isn't it? Absolute it, madness. It, it, it's a fantastic... It could, it, could have, it could have been even better if we didn't throw away a 2-0 a, a lead after... Well, it's another game, of course. Minutes, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> another game. And, and like I said, I don't think... It was one of those games where... I said Francis took the game. We were 2-0 up literally for about a minute. Yeah. And Francis gets so... You know, yeah. But... Just one of the greatest games, I think. Obviously, there's there's a new entry in the in the top three because obviously even though we're playing in the cup, the league still goes on. Villa win yeah. and they they're they're oh, joint oh. top with us, uh, both on 48. But we've got a game in hand. Yeah. Um, and I have to scroll down a little bit. West Brom have appeared oh, in third yeah, okay, place. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But they are seven points yeah, uh, behind us. Good side. So then we go um, on the beach the next day, uh, playing Brian Clough's Forest. Uh, but then at the last minute, they said it couldn't couldn't happen. Uh, so we were <laughs> going to play them. Too much, too many, too much, not enough sand. Too many. Yeah, I'm just checking the, the program. Yeah, it was a Tuesday night kickoff at 7:30. Well, uh, I'll have a quick yeah. look at the mascot, and then we'll move on. 
Um, now this name rings a bell. There we go. Daniel Laws. Okay. Uh, he's uh, eight and he's from Malms, Malmesbury Close. Is that how you pronounce it? If I, let's have a look. Hang, hang on, scroll in there. I think I think it might be one. I might know. I know a Danny Laws. I know a Danny Laws who um, used to play used to play football locally. Might yeah. No, this is this him. This isn't Danny. This is Daniel. Yeah, yeah, Daniel okay, Laws, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Might so, be. I don't know. Uh, Bobby Robson uh, makes a point to Brian Clough by playing exactly the same team that he did on on Saturday. Um, Muren plays against Doctor's Advice. He's got a troublesome so groin again, strain. How would you ever do that? Oh, there you go. Yeah. And uh, I've got to say, the the first half and and you know reading reports and looking at what's on YouTube, town weather town weather the first half. There's a there's a picture of the crowd in Churchman's and I'm in that picture. It's an EADD picture. I saw it a little few weeks ago. I'm in that picture. But um, what I remember about this game, first 20 minutes, we are absolutely played off the park. They absolutely batter us. Um, they score a ridiculous goal. Again, I'm sure there's footage of this. It's like a series about four one twos, and I think Frankie Gray. Um, left back sort of pulls it back and Ian Wallace sort of hits it in um, near post but fortunately he's like a head VAR's just just offside but yeah we're, we're not the races they're absolutely battering us but yeah we sort of just see it in the end we see it out and uh, again I think this is again one of the most iconic Ipswich goals of that season this particular goal yeah Tyson's cross is headed back in by oh, Mariner and... but the header from Mariner yeah. is ridiculous you know and... Muren, I put waxer in. Just edge of the box, right foot, which yeah. is incredible. Beautiful. And again, right in the corner, past. No, it's only Peter Shilton, but again, and you go away. Look at the crowd again. Was thirty-one there? That thirty-one. 31 I can remember yeah. the atmosphere. Absolutely banging, brilliant. And we well, still, you think, well, Christ, we are, we are literally, we're going to win everything. Well, Bobby Robson has a big smile on his face, and he says at the game it was a superhuman effort, and he goes on to say. This team is good enough to win the treble, and this is where his foresight comes into mind. But it's outside factors that worry me, like yeah, yeah. injuries, weariness, and too many games in a short space of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But who knows? Um, so we're going to play um, that. Gosh, when that, that was the Tuesday. So then on the Saturday, we're at home again. Uh, it's the 50th game of the season, and it's only the 14th of March. 32 in the league, so it's 10 to go after this. And we're playing um, Keith Burtonshaw's. Oh, uh, Keith Burtonshaw, yeah. Keith, Keith Burtonshaw's Tottenham. Um, and the uh, the programme, yeah, I was going to tell you about the mascot just before the middle on the left-hand side. I've no idea why they kept doing that this season. It's really a great annoyed pitch. you, I can tell. That's not, that's, you're, not, you're not happy about that, are you? No, uh, I'm not. Um, here we go. It's just above uh, Tunup Town. And this mascot is... Stephen Yates, he's nine years old, and he's of twin from Twenty Two Princes Road, Eastbourne. Blimey, come a long way. There you go. Yeah, there he is. Yeah, um, nothing else in the program. Yeah. Uh, no, no changes again. So what's that? The third game that he's he's not made any change. I think he's he's settled on this. And I want to take you straight to the eighth minute because what I want to talk about here is when we played in the reverse fixture against uh, Tottenham. Yeah, Eric Gates gets kicked in the face, kicked in the balls, elbowed in the face, punched <laughs> in the off. stomach. Yeah, and he gets sent off for for just remonstrating a little bit with the, with the referee. So what sweet revenge for him in the eighth minute when he scores 
It's a great an goal. Unbelievable well. goal. Yeah. From an unbelievable angle. Yeah, Van Basten like almost. Yeah. yeah. And the the thing about it was it was Town's one hundredth goal in their in their fiftieth match. It's just average in the two against just mad, isn't it, mate? Honestly, honestly. Barry Danes, I think, in goal was the Spurs keeper. Yeah. He could have been. Um, I mean, that would take us about three seasons to get 100 goals now. Um, yeah, Barry Danes. Um, I, I think I might have got in here the actual little slip. I haven't got the slip. Um, but yeah, some of their players, Chris Hewitt Graham Roberts, Perryman, Aldiles, Archibald, Tony Hoddle. Galvin, Glenn Hoddle. Hoddle. Yeah, Hoddle and Crooks. Um, 24th minute. Um, there's an injury to, to Mick Mills. Um, he's bundled off the ball, I think, by Graham Roberts. Uh, he dislocates his shoulder. Yeah. O'Callaghan not happy. Robson no. not happy, yeah. O'Callaghan comes on, and John Walk moves to right back. Wow. Blimey. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, we were fairly... So, football back in, in 1981 was fairly rigid. You played you played four four two basically. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's why I think we were so good, because essentially you did, but we... They found this role, Bobby Ferguson, as I said before, found this withdrawn role for Eric Gates where 4-4-2 could just become 4-3-3 or, you know, could become 4-3-3. It was very, very, you know, very fluid. And at the time, I think we were one of the first teams at the time, well, to have Gates was a unique player anyway, to have, you know, to hit on that system really, which I think was one of the main reasons we were so, we were so successful. Uh, 45th minute, Walkie steps up from right back to score a penalty. Now, the thing is, if you've seen that, and it completely uh, sums up how Tottenham play. You know, they've got some great players. You know, we mentioned Hoddle and, oh, and Ardiles. Yeah, but yeah. they're a bunch of thugs, to be honest with you. And there are yeah. four players, Track and Mariner. And he's in the box. They're all around him. There's no need to tackle him. One of them just scythes him down. Yeah, I think I think there was a lot of bad feeling. Um, yeah. I mean, Spurs ultimately won that game prior to Christmas. But I think there's a lot of bad feeling out, spilling over from that game. And again, in Robson's book, Robson says he I jumped out of the dugout and told Burton Shaw to tell his players to behave themselves or something like that. You know, that was his, exactly. uh, that was his way. But again, big injury, Mills, you know, your captain. I know he's not out, but I think he misses four games, only two league games. But yeah, it really starts to stretch. I mean, Walkie's penalty on the, on the stroke half-time is his 25th. So he equals the most penalties scored by a town player with alongside Ted Phillips. Ted Phillips must and be, then, yeah. Brazil, Mariner finds Brazil in space. and that's oh, a great finish. Yeah, he one. fires home yeah. his left foot. Yeah. Now, you're right. Bobby Robson at the end is absolutely livid. And, so, and, and I'm going to put Tottenham in this list of, of reasons that, you know, this season might not go too well. Yeah, yeah. He said, half my team are injured. There was some atrocious stuff from Spurs. We haven't got to the top of the table by kicking people. And we don't expect other teams to come here and kick us. 32,000 people turned up. And I tell you, one of the biggest cheers was in the 88th minute when they heard that um, McElroy had uh, equalised for United against Villa, and Villa drew at home that day, 3-3. Uh, yeah. So the league table is Forrest have suddenly appeared in third now, with 41 from 33. Oh, we're miles away, though, yeah. V- Villa are on 49 from 33, and we are now on 50 from from 32. Game in hand, jeez, man. So now we're, and we're still move... winning, still winning, aren't we, my God? So we're moving to the... To, to the final game of, of part three. Um, it's game 51 and we're playing St. Etienne. Uh, just over 30,000 in Portman Road. And a couple of things I want to speak to you about. Um, oh, let's mention the, the classic um, Brazilian. Yeah, look at that. Yeah. yeah, wow. What a, what a, that is, I, 
Now brilliant, this, brilliant picture. This lad is very lucky um, because of where he lives. No, he's very lucky because of um, the the fact he got picked to be a mascot. His name, he was 11 years old, and his name was Paul Edwards of uh, Saltings, All, Allwell Rise, Pin Mill in Ipswich. Wow. Yeah, there you go. There's Pin Mill. God dear. Superb. Yeah, oh, another another Paul Cooper fan. Yeah, a lot of lot of uh, lot of love for Paul Cooper there. Now, obviously, we talked about Beatty being um, sorry about Mills being injured. Um, so coming in at right back to make his debut against one of the greatest teams in in Europe was Kevin Steggles. Yeah, the day before he turned twenty. That's incredible. The this only is this change. is this is where the squad starts to stretch because this is the first time. If you think if you think about it, that we've covered all these games that. Okay, other than Laurie Civil for Cooper, that anyone outside of, um, I'm thinking of Beatty, McCall, and O'Callaghan have had to play, have basically yeah. been in the start on 11. Yeah, you know, we put Civil to one side as either Cooper or Civil, we knew that. So this is where it does start to start to get stretched a bit. And I think uh, he played really well. I know, well, you know, you know I think Steggles acquitted himself on the night, Steggles acquitted himself really well, but, you know, the thinness of the squad starts to. The frailty of the squad starts to show. I, I went to this game um, and I put the first half as a bit of an anti-climax. Now, this could be a 10-year-old petulant me, but I, I suddenly thought well, that we, we were going to be four. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've got, I got a Sinetian scarf. I remember swapping scarves. I've got, got that. Up. I think I found it that year or so back. It's up there, upstairs somewhere. Um, yeah, another, another brilliant night. I think Butcher scores just before, just after half-time. Yeah. Game, not that we were, you know, four one up, but you know, they got and they'll score five. So you, okay, you, I think you're relatively, they're relatively comfortable. <laughs> Jack, Jack Zimaco, um, he wasn't oh, called yeah. Jack Jack Zimaco. I was just giving me French accent. Jacques. Yeah, Jacques, Jacques. Jacques Zimaco yeah. uh, uh, equalised in the 80th minute. Header from Reps Cross. Um, uh, Reps Cross was on. So yeah, probably Kevin Steggles was. Um, had a had a tough tough night uh, because it came from that angle. Um, Walk then puts town two one up another penalty. Blatant handball, you know. St Etienne players yeah. had given up at that point, and Mariner tucks the rebound away in the 89th minute. Uh, town win three one seven two on aggregate. And Bobby Robson said it was one of our quietest matches for a long time, but we've beaten one of the top sides in Europe seven two on aggregate, and that says it all. Yeah, it does. And a really good number one, actually. So forget about Joe Dolce now. That's all gone. It's, yeah. um, this is a, this is a good a good tune. This is um, Brian Ferry, Roxy Music and Jealous Guy. Good, good song. Good song. I thought that was John Lennon. Probably was a throwback from John Lovell. Obviously, yes, John Lennon certainly did record it, but this was Roxy Music's version. Stan. Oh, OK. No, just, just showing a bit of knowledge there, yeah? a bit of you knowledge. Are, like, yeah. What was number two? That. Oh, um, uh, Joe Dolce. Oh, he's hanging around. I thought. <laughs> I I'd, I thought yeah. But before we finish up, I thought I'd bring you up to date with the goal scoring charts. <laughs> I was so, just looking at that and laughing. Anyway, yeah, go start on. from the bottom. So Steve McCall's got one. Yeah, Chevray, um has got Lester, one. Yeah, um, Beatty two. with two. Yeah, Osman with three. Osman. Yeah, one at Coventry. You remember? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Butcher and Tyson and Own Goal have all got three each. Yeah, Murin with a disappointing seven. Um, yeah, con- yeah. Considering, I, I suppose, yeah, you're right actually. Because thinking about it, we'd have got 
loads of free kicks with Gates playing yeah. in and around the box, you'd have thought. Yeah. Um, and he so was this... certainly taken them. Yeah. So now we've got the top four um, who have all scored at least 10 league goals as well. Yeah. So Gates is uh, on 13, Brazil's on 15, uh, Mariners on 22, and then leading the way with 32 goals is John Ward. <laughs> yeah, what's surprising about that is, is Brazil's, Brazil's total in Europe, you know. He, well, it's just dominated by Ward, 11 goals, Mariner next with five, and then they've all got one, haven't they? But... Yeah, I really thought Brazil would have scored more goals in Europe. But yeah, he won against with two lots. But that was it, I think, basically. Yeah, I mean, he scored, he's the second highest goal scorer in the league. Walk 17, Brazil 14, and Mariner and Gates 10. But yeah, that, when you kind of look at it that way, that you, you kind of wonder whether some players... Um, well, I don't, like you say, if you talk about Brazil and the UEFA Cup, then if you if you had Walk on the back of your shirt, then there was a fairly good chance that you were, you were going to score. Um, so I don't know about you, you know, kind of wrapping up, Dave, I look at this... You know, no, you, you said to me you'd give me no spoilers. So we, we are, I believe, uh, one point clear at the top of the table with a game in hand. Yeah. We've just beaten the, the greatest team in Europe, home and away. Yeah. We're in the, we're in the FA Cup after beating Forrest on the beach on the, on the Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Bobby Robson has said this is a season where we could, we could, this team could easily win the treble. I am looking forward to part <laughs> four so much. Oh dear! All I can say is that, um, yeah, almost be careful what you wish. Yeah, he's, I, I think that the, the, it was a significant thing there. Steggles making his debut there was quite a significant, um, yeah, a significant point of the season. I think, like I said, I think like he, he acquitted himself really well and certainly didn't let anyone down. But up till then point, up till that point, we'd got away with the fourteen with with McCall, O'Callaghan, and um, and obviously and obviously Beatty. So. Yeah, and, and like with Beatty, again, I didn't fully appreciate that, but playing those, what, three games in a week or three games on the trot, it's just, just, he couldn't take it, just couldn't take it. I honestly think his next game is the FA Cup semi-final. I'm, I'm pretty sure it is. But um, oh, just what a season. And, and, and that, that quarter of the season is just... <laughs> well, we haven't been beaten, have we? We don't lose any of that. No, we there's, no, there's no losses in there, is there? No. <laughs> Absolutely, and this is since the turn of the year. Yeah, and yeah. You know, Aston Villa, not we're now into, Forest and Etienne. Oh God, we're now well into March. Um, yeah, um, yeah, it all starts. Um, uh, well, spoiler of the the next game I know is away at Man United, and uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Don't spoil it for me. <laughs> I've enjoyed that. Yeah, great stuff, mate. Superb. I think, and all oh, the, the the highlight of that for me, I think, I think, I do know. I do know a mascot there. I'm pretty sure it's um, pretty sure it's him. Um, Stat, absolutely brilliant. Um, how can people? Well, everyone knows how to find you, but how can they find you anyway? Go on. I'm working from home at the moment. Like, oh like, yeah, like most people. WFA. Yeah. Um, uh, so at Chomp X3, if if they if they want to follow me, um, that would be great. Same with me at Dave Diamond Three. I don't think many people follow me, but you know, if they want to, they can. Um, Stat, you got any any more um, any more iconic interviews in the um, in the pipeline? Trying to, I mean, the the, the Jim Jilton one was something that I've been working sure on for about that. yeah. Um, to I, I don't know if you could. Um, Not sure, mate. Not let, sure. Let's see if we could. Let's see if ben, we can we work. Say also, also back in the annals of. Um, 
Blue Monday podcast history. Ben has been done some brilliant ones with Marcus Stewart and also Jono, also David Johnson. We didn't mention that at the uh, at the very start, I think, which was a bit remiss. But yeah, I mean, we're just trying to sort of hold it together during this period of in well, we'd, we'd be in that we'd be in the close season anyway. Now, so we obviously wouldn't be in the playoffs, so it'd be in action now. <laughs> so we'd be on a we'd be on a holes now, really. We'd be having a well earned break now, wouldn't we? Yeah. Until um, you know, until well, we usually do one or two. You know, we're probably about a normal circumstance we've probably done something around the euros or something like that wouldn't we but I, uh I no, the guys are done. you know the guys are busy and they've done the um they did the uh playoff final walkthrough which was pretty which is pretty interesting i see sky sports are now picked up on that as well haven't they yeah. so um yeah so stay until the next time it's still part four i mean i know people are obviously <clears throat> can't wait can't wait for it and the tension's unbearable but yeah look forward to that mate stay safe keep well and um well, enjoy your working from home forever now, virtually, aren't you? It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.